This one? Okay. Uh, everything I know is secondhand, so uh, if what you hear you don't like, blame somebody else. Um, majority of this is going to be probably more about me than it will anybody else, but I guess if it applies to you, praise the Lord. I am encouraged by what he gave me. The title is about, it's about time. Emma last week said something about working with God. That's great because we don't want to work for him. If we work for him, we end up getting ahead of him, and then we have to wait for him to get there. If we work with him, we go at his speed. God has set our life. He's given us a plan. He's given us a purpose. He's given us parameters. And he has given us provisions. All of that he's given us so we can have our identity that he wants us to have. Expectations are learned as we grow up. Uh, people will come along and people are in our lives. And a lot of things come along. But in Revelation 1, the Lord says, I counsel you to buy gold from me. And I got to thinking about this. It's gold refined by fire so that you would be rich. How in the world can I buy gold without anything? And what is it God wants me to use? The most valuable thing God has given us is time. It's non-renewable, and none of us know how much we have. By giving God time, it helps us to develop the relationship we need. I'll get to those in a minute. We're made with, for a relationship with God, but as we grow up, it's people that tell us different things. These balls represent people. They tell us what we need in life, what we should do. They tell us what our identity is. They help set our parameters for us. They disappoint us. Oh, they might even leave. <laughs> um, we get disappointed. We get shamed. We're rejected. We're looked down upon. We feel terrible. We have all of these things that all of a sudden have set our identity. Only one thing, and that's God, that can reestablish and reset our identity. Second Peter says, 1-3, this is really great. His divine power has granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us those. He has granted us those. And through him who called us to his glory and excellence. Wow. What are we doing about getting that? Are we spending time with him? 
These balls represent people and emotions and things we grow up with. I want you to take and think about the people that have influenced you. Some tells us that we're not very smart. Maybe we look funny. You make me feel. Don't do as I say, or do as I say, not as I do. Now that one's confusing to me. You never, or you always, or shame on you when you're growing up. Well, I guess the main thing is by the time you're 24, your expectations are, oh my gosh, I should be married. I should have a house, I should have a car, I should have a 125 inch TV. Uh, I, you know, it's just unbelievable, I don't have these things. And that's probably a good thing. Only God can give you what you need. So in life we come to God and he gives us his spirit and all of a sudden we feel, oh great, you go to church, you go to a home group on uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, whenever. And those that aren't going, I encourage you, especially visitors, come, and come to some of our groups. But then we kind of feel great about that. God's feeling kind of juicy, you know what I mean? And then what you end up with is you start to get dry again. So you begin to pray, and you read the Word. And as you read the Word and pray, gee, I'm even feeling better. Then you begin to really read more Word. And what happens? Those things in our life begin to leave. But then we get about halfway, and we really feel great, so we kind of just slow down. We don't read it as much. Now, in the back of the room, what do you see up here? All you see are the things that are still in your life causing issues and slowing you down from getting close to God. So we ask God to pour our spirit in, and we begin spending more time with him, more and more and more. And then the thing that we see, what happens? They're all gone. Romans says that, Romans 1 and 2, it says, Offer yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, for this is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so you'll know God's will, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Read the Bible. You read the Bible four chapters a day, you'll get through it in a year. Don't you think it's about time that we spend the most valuable thing God has given us in our life? Because when those things come back, all they do is just sit on the surface. You get a little prayer, and they go away again, sometimes. <laughs> Father, I pray that you would impart into each person your spirit and your hunger and your thirst for your word. In Yeshua's name, amen. amen.
Shabbat Shalom. That was awesome.